0: Well, hello there, and welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. T- what happened? I don't like this beer. No, you gotta get, you gotta do a couple sips because we just had the bit burn. Oh, okay, and then you get into it. We would like to thank you for listening. You threw me off there. Sorry. Okay. Where were we? Ah, yes. We're back. The audience. Yeah. Well, we weren't gone. We're back. We're here this week. We're now. here again. Well, thank you for coming and tuning into yet another week of Three Beers In. My name is Dom. Across from me. As always, is Rob. Yeah, and together, we are three. Beers literally in. three beers in. We're. This is the first time we're back to being three beers in. I think it's because it's just us again, and it's a lot cheaper when it's just us. That's that's a
1: very good point. It's a lot don't cheaper when it's that. just
0: us because think about it, you get three beer three beers a man. I mean you're looking at like it's instead of one,
1: instead of like usual two maybe sometimes even three. Yeah, like yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. One six-pack. That's a lot. Of, yeah. One six-pack will take care of us because what we've been doing, which actually, I don't know why we haven't been doing it, is we have pre-show beers that we drink. Yeah. And then we do our beer review. So today, um, the first beer we were drinking was a, a, a Koenig a Koenig's Pilsner? I forgot
1: the name of it. It's a German Pilsner.
0: Koenig Pilsner, Pilsner um, which was a Pilsner beer. And then we had Bitburger, um, which is another uh, German Pilsner. Um, I like them both equally matter of fact and then we're, we moved on to what do we have there Rob this is the Cigar
1: City Brewing Tampa style lager
0: mm. it's made for drinking that's why I picked it up because it says on it made for drinking I also like the presentation of that can very simple very plain I like the colors it looks old fashioned doesn't it you know who has almost the same exact can flagship okay they have the same color I was gonna say this looks kind of like a Coors
1: Banquet but squished
0: that too, it does look like that as well. But anyway, uh, we would like to welcome you back wholeheartedly again, ladies and gentlemen, to our little beer show, Three Beers in Staten Island's beer podcast. And um, <laughs> it's been quite, it's been quite a, a a week, right? I mean, so so of course we had our family uh, problems, yeah. last week, and now my dog, my beloved Lily Agnes. Is in the hospital. This poor
1: house and, yeah, cannot handle much more.
0: Yeah, she's in the hospital, and they don't know if she's going to be able to come home ever again. So, your mom says she's doing better. Yeah, uh, yeah, but when you, when they say that she might not make it, I mean, it scares it, you, right? It scares you because look, I've seen dogs, uh, you know, have to be put to sleep before, and they don't look like they need to. Usually, they look like they can still running around and stuff so
1: well, I used to work at events so I used to see that shit all the
0: time yeah you see dogs they don't look like they need to go but I used to
1: make me mad cause some people would bring their dogs not dogs usually cats yeah and I'd just be like just put them down
0: oh they would say it yeah it was fucked up Jesus and
1: like what do you say to that you say no <laughs> like no get out of here
0: <laughs> not here we won't do that here but, weird. but I mean look I, I was having a conversation with the lady at work today the one that smells like pee by I the way, she's out there now well she now has IV access what? Okay. She has... The lady has IV? She has an IV. She had a port? Yeah, her she, on? Has she has a cancer port. Or something? I, I don't know what she has.
1: Do you no, feel it's bad not, for making fun it's, of her? It's, no,
0: it's not big enough a port for cancer. Like, they need... I think they need a bigger gauge. Hers is like a thin one. I don't know. What the fuck, dude? That and her foot. Her foot's all wrapped up in some weird shit. And she lost her glasses today. It was all fucked <laughs> up. <laughs> she was... She was in
1: the- How do you lose your glasses? <laughs> she, well, They're like yeah. attached to your face. Aren't they?
0: I think she put them down. I don't know. I don't even know if she found them. But all I know is that, that God God bless her, she loves animals. And, you know, I'm an animal lover too. And I, and I told her today. I love animals. I'm a big animal guy. And I told her today, I was like, you know, this is the. I got a funny story about that after. I said to her, like, you know, I love, I love my dog. I love dogs. I always want to be a dog owner. And it's wonderful to have a dog, and it's wonderful the connection that you get with them, and how they, you know you could talk to them. They know what you're they know what you're saying. I'm one of those motherfuckers that say, "Yes, the dog can understand." Oh, what dogs you're saying. totally know. What they you're know saying. what you're saying. I can understand my dog. Like Lily has twelve different barks, and I know what each one means. Okay, I know when someone's at the door that she doesn't know, and I know when someone's at the door that she does know. I know I know when she communicates. But I said to the lady, I was like, you know. As wonderful as it is to have a dog, this is the inevitability of it. It hurts. And it's so painful. It's so bad because, like, a part of your life is literally gone.
1: Like you grow up with your animals, you know? Yeah.
0: I mean, we had Lily since – this was the first time we had a dog since a puppy. And I was the first person on Staten Island to hold her. I held her right here. She was literally this big. And we were driving from Newark, New Jersey, from Newark Airport – uh, back to St. He picked Island. her up at the airport. Uh, yeah, from because my, my cousin Kenny, <laughs> uh, you know, had was able to get the puppy, Lily, and uh, it was a monsoon. Like Junior couldn't see, like he was on edge because he couldn't see driving and stuff. And I'm holding this little fucking. I'm telling you, Rob, she was this big teeny tiny doggy, and she starts licking my beard. She licked my beard for about 20 minutes and then fell asleep. Right, right here, like right this close to me Aww. and stuff. And then, you know, just having her as a puppy and just. Going through all that stupid shit that puppies do, you know, and her separation anxiety. So this is going to hurt more than the last one because... I remember your other dog. Oh, God, Candace.
1: The senior citizen.
0: (laughs) You you (laughs) caught her on the end, man. When she she had to wear diapers. I just
1: remember that this poor dog was just, like, alive, but it existed in one spot (laughs) in the house. (laughs) No, no,
0: no. No, (laughs) no.
1: And you would tease it. I would not tease it. You, She was blind, and you would, like, tap her, and she didn't know what's going on.
0: No, 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 you would... and okay. no, it wouldn't be teasing. What would happen you is You would she, play with her, I guess. She was completely blind, okay, and deaf, but she could still smell, and it was so funny because... And it's also such very, very touching because she loved my mother more than anyone in the house, and I remember, like, when my mother would get close enough for her nose to pick her up, the dog's tail would start going She'd be crazy. happy. And she would be so happy. But she would... Um, she would get around the house. She did walk around, but she just really saved her energy for when she had to, like, actually, it. when she really wanted to move. So, like, since she was so blind and deaf, like, you would literally just hear, like, and that was her knocking into something <laughs> and then correcting her like, path. Oh, whoops. And then you'd hear, like, and, like, you knew that she was just making her way down the hallway. But she was, she was a fantastic dog, too. But, like, we, we, we got her when she was maybe about five, and then she lived to about 19. That's an old dog. She was very old, but you know what? She, she was very resilient. She oh, didn't want to die.
1: Oldest dog I ever saw was twenty seven years old.
0: Get the fuck out of here! I
1: swear the vet couldn't believe it.
0: How? How? And he was pissed. The, the that vet it was, was that pissed.
1: old because like they they were like keeping it alive. Oh no! Like it couldn't move. It was like shitting all over itself and stuff. Oh, like come and they on. would like yeah, f- oh, it was terrible. Twenty seven. It was so old. Yeah, I could. It, the thing looked like it was twenty seven too. It, it <laughs> Like it was like
0: that's a twenty seven year old dog. <laughs> but wait a minute. So. Okay, so the life expectancy of a dog, let's just say an av- at. On ca- the
1: high end is like maybe 19. like 15, 16 years old. Like 19 is insane. i had never heard of. Like, a saw- she may have
0: been 17. I may have exactly. It
1: depends. The smaller they get, the bigger they well, get. The again, older they get. Again,
0: hold on. Again, they estimated her her age because when they. She was found on like the side of a road abused. Mm-hmm. And then the woman who took her in abused her again. That's and we actually. We fucking. I'll never forget it. My mother. Because we were looking to get a dog, like this lady was like, "Yeah, I have dogs that you can adopt and stuff." And when we, when we saw dogs all over the place, we saw the condition of the dog and the dogs that she had there was so deplorable and stuff. When she spotted Candace, she was we named her Candace. The, <laughs> she was just like, um, she's like, "This is so," fun. she was like, "We're gonna go, we're gonna go get that dog," because she would keep them outside and stuff. And um, one night. I think it was me my sister and my mom we went into that backyard and we stole the dog you stole your dog we stole the dog out of that we saved her from there man really yeah we fucking saved that dog and then we took her to the vet Dr. V on Forest Avenue over there heart of gold but cockroaches all over the place (laughs) um <laughs> and he was like, "This dog was seriously abused, like where did you get her from?" and stuff like that and then there was this whole big thing with litigation and stuff. The lady wanted to sue us.
1: Oh, she knew you stole the dog,
0: yeah, she knew we stole the dog. I think then she wanted to sue us, and then we threatened to blow up her whole operation, so drop this and blah 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 and then uh you know we pretty much forced her to stop what she was doing, and she supposedly did and there was a big um dispute between her family and my family, but long story short, we gave that dog the best life. And she lived into that old age. And you know what? My mother took very good care of her. Yes, she was incontinent. <laughs> but my mom made diapers for the dog. She
1: made a little doggy diapers? Yeah.
0: And she put her in, like, these fucking, like, doggy briefs that she, like, made. <laughs> and the dog's tail would be out. And, like, the, the dog lived a perfect life, a beautiful life. But then she started having seizures. That's bad. And then the vet was like, you know what? This is this is it. I remember that day we took her in to... And the and Dr. B was like, this was it. No more. And, uh... He came over, and the dog was like seizing, and then was panicking. He came over, and he gave her a shot, and we we both were like, "Oh my god, we love you, goodbye." Oh, oh no! And I look at her, and it was actually just a sedative, just to calm her down. And I'm looking at the dog, and she just goes, "I was like, oh, she's alive." She's so still it's alive. Okay. <laughs> oh, and then, and then, of course, they um they euthanized her, and it was it was um I'm ha- I'm happy I was there for it in a weird way. Hmm because I was able to say goodbye and I was able to see the process and I was able to see... It just
1: goes to sleep.
0: like It just goes to sleep and that was comforting actually to see that. And, uh, you know, I mean, I'll never forget. I think I was 20... I think I was 25 or 24 years old. Mm -hmm. I cried like a fucking bitch. (laughs) Like I fucking... Because this dog was my childhood dog. Yeah. Like since I was like seven. I don't know what I'm going to do when my when my dog dies. Or f- or 5 years or four, 6 years old, yeah. Oh, I was crying like crazy. just sh- my dog's like 12 now and she's like
1: you me she's the sweetest dog in the entire that world. That dog
0: is so that dog is kind to a fault.
1: She is. Like she's oh my god, it's going to be horrible. Oh, it's the worst. It's going to be like the worst cuz like my my dog before that, I didn't really like her that much cuz mm-hmm. she was kind of mean. Mm-hmm. But this dog is the Biggest sweetheart. I,
0: oh, she's she's really. I, I don't. Uh, I don't even want to think about it. So like even if you like be like, no, bad dog. You she won't. She's...
1: My dog will not bite you, no, no matter what you do to her. Yeah. Literally, you could do no. anything. She's but she's won't... a mutt, right? No, she's a pit bull. Oh, she's a pit bull. Yeah, but she's like the.
0: She's not a big pit bull.
1: There's different kinds of pit bulls, and she's like the
0: the the, 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 bitchy the small one. one. Yeah. The bitchy.
1: She's not like the like the the bleh, with the giant head. She's <laughs> oh, like, oh god, you
0: know, she's not one of those. You know, speaking of pit bulls, my friend J Rod Joe. Yeah. Right. He um. He got a pit bull. Well, his dad got a pit bull for the, for the family, which is a very Spanish thing to do. <laughs> and, uh And um, I remember when the dog was like a puppy puppy. It was so cute. And it was just yeah, so Yeah, they, they really are cute. But then when the puppy becomes a little bit older and like a a puppy bulldog that's like a year old is mm-hmm. the size of a full-fledged Cocker Spaniel. Bigger than that. Much yeah. bigger than that, actually. It's about the size of, I'd say, like a... a Like a a one year old golden retriever It's a big dog And like The fucking head on this dog Was the size of this laptop Yeah they have like And then she was teething Now When this (laughs) dog Came The dog came at me once And And Actually I've never been more decimated by something In my entire life Human or animal She came at me when I went into the Into the house And She jumped up And her whole Like My whole forearm And I got a big fucking forearm was engulfed by the mouth of this dog and she bit down in a
1: playful manner or an angry manner
0: no no she's a puppy Okay. so she was just like you know how Uh, they teeth on you (laughs) but my whole fucking arm Rob and she bit down and then I'm like ah and then I just see her go like that a little bit more (laughs) and I'm like fuck and I'm screaming and I'm like I'm like trying to get her off but as I'm wiggling. She thinks you're playing with She thinks with I'm them. playing. So now she's biting more and like those little fucking teeth. They got little needle teeth. The little needle, needle teeth are just scratching me up. So it hurts so bad and like Joe couldn't even get her off of me. All I could do was fall to the ground. <laughs> so I fell to the ground and was just waiting for it to stop. She then like bit onto my shoulder and started to hump me. It's a
1: very bitey dog. No,
0: then she started humping me. And a humpy dog. Okay. So now I've been I've been dragged down to the floor, beaten down, and then raped by this, this little. She pit made bull. you her bitch. She made me <laughs> her bitch. Yeah, and then, and it was funny because then after the biting and the and the rape, she <laughs> she was giving me kisses all over my face. And stuff. <laughs> but then, like once in a while, she would nibble at your like neck or face, yeah. and like you know the dog didn't know any better, but I could see. How a pit bull could become an aggressive dog, because if someone doesn't know how to handle a puppy, because when Lily was a puppy, she did the same thing, but she was this fucking big. Yeah, you could just kind of kick her away. Well, I would never kick the dog, but I would just... Just saying. I would actually play with her, because you could. She couldn't latch on. The, the, the most she could latch on to was your hand right yeah, here. Yeah. And that's it, and that hurt for a second. Now, this fucking dog, I mean... it has got full arm. If someone who doesn't understand how to handle a puppy gets fucking whole arm, they're going to hit the dog. And and that's going to make the dog aggressive. Yeah. So you could totally see how a pit bull, especially in those early stages, could become an aggressive dog. In my opinion,
1: my dog know. never learned how to use her mouth. <laughs> I think because she was all arms, she just hits you with her hands. Like she didn't realize she has like teeth and shit in <laughs> her mouth.
0: You know, reminds me of you ever see the GIF of the. The dog that got the birthday cake and he just hits it?
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's that's my dog.
0: That's your dog, It's right? <laughs> all hands, right? It's just all hands. No, I, I met her a couple of times, and she's she's, she's, a incredible. Really, she's a really a fantastic dog. And what's her name again for Gracie. the Gracie. Gracie. I always we called have, her Trixie for the reason.
1: We name our animals in my house after human beings.
0: Oh, yeah. Lily is named after my grandmother. That's how.
1: That's the tradition in my family. Her name
0: is Lily Agnes, which is both She's got a
1: middle name, too. Yeah, her middle name
0: is was my grandmother's middle name. So. And my other grandmother's name was Lily. We named so.
1: her after Aunt Grace.
0: Aunt Grace. my dad's aunt. I so think. if you, when you get it, would you get another dog? Oh, absolutely. Like, what, would very you, quickly. Is there a dog that you have in mind? That I you want, want a
1: German Shepherd, actually.
0: No, they, they got like a lot a, of health problems.
1: Like a real, they have ba- very bad hips.
0: The hips, I always heard about. I actually saw, I'm sure you did too, because you worked in the vet. I saw one of those dogs that had the hip problem. It's so sad. You know what
1: the worst part is, like, of working in a vet? It's not even, like, putting the animals like to sleep because like a lot of times they have to you know it yeah, has to have, you know it but has to it was when you would see these people coming with brand new puppies that they just got oh god and they're so happy and they just want to make sure everything's good and the doctor would do like the hip check or he would do like the heart murmur and he'd be like alright listen oh god this dog's got a terrible heart murmur or well, like this dog's got hip dysplasia or something and they would just be devastated, like you know, because
0: but doesn't that be isn't that because of puppy mills and stuff? Like you always say, well, what no, is a no, puppy it's, mill? It's not
1: just a puppy mill thing. It's it's certain breeds have a proclivity towards certain. Okay, diseases, yeah, that's you true. Know? That's true. So like German shepherds, a lot of big dogs, their the, hips the hip are deflated. very bad. Why? It's just the way they are. That's too big, you it's know? T-
0: but the genetics of yeah, it? Yeah, it's just, just a genetic
1: thing. Like, heart murmurs are kind of random.
0: you think it could breed that... Could you breed that out of the dog? I don't know. Or then, but then you would lose the pure breed, right? Well, you would make a new breed.
1: But, like, you know, it's just terrible to see. Like, you know, like, what... And then what do you do? you got to make a decision. Are you bringing your puppy back and getting a new one? You've probably already become attached a little bit, Right.
0: But even if you bring it back, what are they going to do with They'll it? They give you a new one. Yeah, exactly. Like that, that dog's done. That
1: dog is toast. Like,
0: but if, well, there's nothing they could do for the hip dysplasia. No, nah. because I saw. I remember seeing a German Shepherd puppy that had it. It's bad. And like you, you, it's the reason it's so sad is because you see the puppy being a puppy. Yeah. Because it doesn't really know any better what's going on, but it, but it hurts. It's 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 one of the, that is pretty devastating. But what what is a puppy mill? I always heard about it. But it's I don't like
1: know. the places where they just make, they just breed these dogs together, and just, just
0: bang out as many puppies as they can, and then that's bad. They don't, right? they don't
1: treat them good. They don't feed them well. They have like shitty conditions and stuff. Didn't
0: like the Staten Island Mall have a puppy place that was a puppy mill?
1: Park? I had a friend who worked there. Yeah. At it was, uh, I forget what it was called.
0: It was called like Paws. Staten yeah, Island, something like Paws that. But like they, yeah,
1: you know, they all came from like these puppy mills and stuff, and, like, <laughs> he told me some great story Like people would steal the dogs all the time. Oh, yeah. Yeah, like it was like, you know, you could like um pet, you, you could like try them yeah, out. You could put them at, yeah, You could, like would, do a test drive, I guess. Should,
0: I would do that all the time.
1: <laughs> like I want to try and then he said like sometimes people would just walk away with them. And like they, they were expensive like 2000 like dollars $2, for yeah. a dog, you know, and it's just like but it was he said one day they just closed down. Yeah, they did. They didn't tell him. Like he worked there. They didn't oh, even God. tell him. He just showed up of at really? work and the doors were closed.
0: I could imagine that when you're. Let's say you buy one of those puppies for $1,000. Yeah. And you mark it up to another grand, and someone takes that fucking thing. It's a lot like, of money. That is so much money. And then I'm pretty sure there has to be some sort of license here, and you have to make sure that those dogs are in a certain condition and stuff, which was yeah. bad because they weren't in very good condition. I would there. never
1: get a dog from a...
0: a- store you would go to like a private you go
1: to a breeder of some kind you know like someone who knows more than enough someone who
0: who because i remember i met a breeder once on the hospital that's when we got my dog you've got a a breeder
1: it's like some lady
0: i will trust a human being that will call the female dog a bitch because that guy knows what he's talking about.
1: I just think you should have less than like a dozen puppies.
0: No, but I'm, what I'm trying to say is like, if you're going to refer to the girl dog as a bitch,
1: like you're, you mean business?
0: Yeah. He goes, <laughs> and uh, the bitch was very like,
1: say with a stone cold, yeah, straight yeah. face. I remember <laughs> what he was talking
0: about. I, I asked this dog breeder. I was like, "What was it like?" And like, because when I had my patients in the hospital, I would really, yeah. I would, I would try to get to know them all because it was you're exposed to all these different people. And I was asking them the questions about breeding and like. um how complicated it was and stuff. It is a very complicated business. Like you have to be. There's It's a lot gu- of work. There's I would of, think because he was a pure breeder, and there's a lot of guidelines that you have to reach in the like different studs. Oh, and to blah, have the blah, pedigree, blah. yeah, to have the pedigree. He bred dogs that would be in dog shows. So, like you have to, you would have to secure the rights to a certain dog. Like if it was a championship dog or whatever, oh you you would they would auction off the rights of the dog, and then you would only be able to use the dog a certain amount of time out of the. year. It was like a crazy fucking thing, and then he'd be like, and then the, if the bitch was not well behaved, and I was just like, he was using. He just the, said bitch. <laughs> he said bitch. Like he would use the term bitch so officially, like, so just like and professionally, like, yeah. I was, yeah, like, I mean, like, I, I giggled when I heard Shih Tzu <laughs> once, you know? And meanwhile, this guy's dropping bitch left and right in the term, in, in the way it's supposed to be used. Like, the you did that twice now when you thought you were done with the beer. <laughs>
1: I don't gauge the volume
0: correctly. <laughs> oh, man. Well, on that, after talking about all these bitches, um, let's, review the beer. Let's, uh, let's review the beer. So, this week, um, as recommended by Manny... From Beverage Island. No. Well, he said it was very good. he, well, said he it was didn't recommend it. it, but he said it was he good. He said he recommends it because he said it's a very good beer. We are drinking from North Coast Brewing Company, uh, Brother Thelonius Belgian Style Abbey Ale. Now, this is the brewery that brought you the famous Old Rasputin, Old Rasputin. Imperial Russian Sout. Uh Since the release of Brother Thelonius in 2006... North Coast Brewing has donated over one million dollars from proceeds of the sale of this beer and gear to support education programs at the uh, Thel- uh, um, at the Thelonious Monk Institute of Jazz. Like a Belgian oh my quote, God. dark strong ale. I give it a ten. This beer is rich and robust with an ABV of nine point four percent. The package uh, features a label picturing the jazz master himself. And It also comes in a 750 oh, uh, milliliter nice. bottle with a cork and wire finish, as well as the 12 ounce uh, four-pack that we have here which today, we were, we were drinking, which yeah. we have today. Uh, the vital statistics are: oh, it is a classic Belgian style strong dark ale. Uh, it's dark mahogany. With the no. ABV as mentioned before is 9.4 percent, and the IBUs is 27. And it says right here, and th- I think this is really fantastic. When you buy Brother Thelonious Belgian Style Ale, they they will donate a portion of the proceeds to the Thelonious Monk Institute of Jazz, which their mission is, the wor- is to offer the world's most prom- promising young musicians college-level training by American Jazz Masters and to present public school-based jazz education programs for young people around the world. And all of these programs are offered free of charge to students in schools. So this is actually pretty fantastic. And they also have two, not one, but two albums released. What? Yeah. There's an album with this beer? They have two albums here, and it's called uh, The Brother Thelonious Quintet, and it actually has the label... Featuring the musician holding a chalice. Be,
1: we should maybe come back from the bathroom break
0: with that. a little. With the, I'll play. I'll play that. I don't think they would be against this. Nah, so we're drinking their so, beer.
1: We donate to their society.
0: So tell us what you uh, what you found. I out mean, when just looking at
1: it, I'm giving it a ten. I don't even have to drink it yet.
0: Wow, look at this. It
1: looks like the perfect Belgian ale. This dark it smells copper so copper. alcoholy. I love it.
0: That that it smells, smells like whiskey almost. That's that is. The head is a caramel it's color.
1: It's a car, caramel thick head.
0: And that smell is one of the best smelling beers I've ever smelled in my life. That is uh, unbelievable. There's oh almost like a, there's almost like a tart banana smell to it. This is it.
1: my new favorite brewery.
0: Well, wait a minute. You didn't even taste I it. I don't you care. Didn't even taste it yet. This has an unbelievable smell to it. Let me smell it a little bit more. I smell like a cinnamon. I smell dark fruits. There's like a candy sugar there. Um, t- it smells like scotch. It's, it's uh, yeah. I, I can't believe what I'm smelling here. Taking a sip. Really and truly, this is one of the most tantalizing beers I've ever smelt on the nose. It's actually quite, quite. It's, oh my god! It's got like a. a oh my god! Taste. Take a sip. Well, tell the people. It's.
1: I, I don't even know what I just tasted. It's that good.
0: <sighs> oh my god! So
1: much goes on in oh your my, mouth.
0: Oh my god! There's like a. Ca- Jesus! I got dark fruit. There's caramel in there. Strong caramel. Oh my goodness. It's like it tastes that, like
1: burnt molasses in the that, beginning.
0: That dark fruit character. There's a caramel malt sweetness with it, like a light brown sugar taste there. But it
1: dissipates. There's earthiness. It dissipates and it leaves like a very nice There's a real, sweet fruity taste.
0: I get like a earthy, almost like a light, like a wine.
1: This is incredible.
0: This has got a really good earthy aftertaste, which is something that I you do not get. This is with a
1: bottled lot. bebop on the top of it.
0: Bottled
1: beer. <laughs> I, I just realized that nine point four percent
0: alcohol by by volume, and you don't taste it whatsoever. This is
1: incredible. Mm. Carpe diem, vita brevis, which means seize the day.
0: I cannot believe Life how in How there's also a slight bitterness there that I really enjoy. It's right before you hit the mellow end of it. There is a a delicious sweetness in the beginning that that mellows out so smoothly and and not too quickly though the bitterness and the molasses what the bitter does is it just keeps
1: that maltiness elevated
0: it does it keeps the maltiness the there through the whole
1: time. time
0: this is the reason i really do enjoy this beer is because it's not too um, fruity and there's like a semi sweet malty linger it's not too sweet
1: this is what i want in in a beer
0: and the and the carbonation is right on point this there. might be
1: my new favorite beer mm. I'm not even joking. Like I know I said that in the very beginning, but this might be my actual new favorite beer.
0: If you're looking for if you're a if you do, kind of like Belgian beers, but you don't like the the over fruitiness That's what sweetness. This is, this is what it, it, it. This is like right perfect for you because I've said it before on the show. I don't like a. Um, I don't like an overabundance of, of Belgians because it gets too... Sweet. It makes me feel sick like I ate too much candy. Because it's a, it's got a lot of sugar in it. It's got... But yeah. this,
1: I don't think it's... It's not sugary. It's not It's not going to be sticky. You know, if you ever pour... Yeah, I
0: know what you mean. It's It's very like, you know... There's like a nuttiness to this that just tastes fantastic. I'm blown away by this.
1: I'm actually like stunned. Like, I thought... I knew it was going to be good. It's a little heavy. Oh, it's extremely... I love that. It's a little heavy, but... This is a winter beer. This is like a, a full, like, storm of the century. You don't... Yeah. Shoveled, oh, shoveled some snow. Oh. I'm sitting on my steps oh, after my God. shoveling. Oh, You know what I
0: want to do? I want to buy some of the... Listen, they also have a, um, a like... A, a big one? A reserve barrel. I think, like, an aged one. Listen, this actually... You know what? Three Beers In is going to make a commitment right now, and I know you're going to do this. We're going to buy another too, one of these too much of this we're going to buy another one of this and we're going to cellar it for a year oh really and on this date or on this Thursday in one year next year we're going to do it again mark okay. it mark lock, it I'll lock it in mark I'm going to write it down I will write it down on the bathroom break but we're going to do that because I want to see October 26th I want to see this cellar I want to see this beer cellared because we'll this, be in I
1: Oct- oh, we'll just come back from Germany
0: we'll just be coming back from Germany <laughs> which is going to be fantastic but oh, let me okay. tell you this is, a, this is a really good beer um so, I mean, Rob. I give it a 10. You're just going to automatically give it's it a 10.
1: No, it's everything I want in a beer. It's the perfect flavor. It's the perfect uh, alcohol. It's the perfect balance of maltiness, bitterness, uh, everything. This is my. This is me in beer form. This is your beer. This is. Yeah, this was made for me. I love it. It's 10.
0: I'm going to give it a 9. Oh, my God. Fuck you. <laughs> because. <laughs> Because like like you said, this beer is you, and and that's that's quite all right. Because that's that's what you're into. I'm not a big Belgian guy like you are. That being said, I'm giving it a nine because it is maybe even a nine and a half. I would I'll get give. into trouble drinking this beer. I'm gonna give it a nine and a half because this this beer is. You know what? I want you to take the rest of them and take them home or drink them now. I'll drink no, the other, I'll no, drink no, no, the no. loggers because look. You love this beer too much. I, I'm I, going
1: to go buy another this weekend, so don't worry about it.
0: All right, but um, like I, I do, I do enjoy Belgian beer. You know, I mean, as much as I like any other beer, but um, you know, I'm more of a lager, pilsner kind of guy. So yeah. Um, that being said, for for being a Belgian style, like strong dark ale, I think I really enjoyed the, um, the what one. is it the uh, the artisanal what was it the Stillwater artisan ale really? Yeah. I like that because it was a uh, it was a I think it was a blonde ale. So I I don't know if I'm I'm into the dark colors as much as I am into the uh, to the lighter beers, but honest to god, this is one of the best beers I've ever had because it is so balanced and well done that you just you can't go wrong with it. I mean, this is the first Belgian like abbey style ale. Okay. That's dark. That I, I'm ready to have another one after this. i I, I can never drink the, like look at me. you know how I drink beer quickly. Yeah, I could drink beer fast. I could drink this fast. I can't drink other Belgians fast so that I know why, what you mean yeah so this is this is really this this is, is really, the
1: first Ale I've also had uh, American made that I've enjoyed. That's a very they good usually point. fuck it up.
0: That's a very good point. Well, I mean what what other American have you had? Uh, like this, a quad or a. There's a
1: bunch of different ones. Like I, we had um. Not the raging bitch was horrible. Obviously. Oh, that was that was terrible. terrible. I think Victory tried to make one that wasn't Victory that good. Victory did try to
0: make one that wasn't that fantastic.
1: Um, gang they didn't really made a well, Abbey pho- Ale, have the,
0: they?
1: The, three Philosophers isn't isn't no, is an, is it no not they did. I think they um,
0: Oh, I think their rare Voss was an Abbey Ale if I'm not mistaken. No, no, that was a, a red ale. Yeah, uh, it's a red ale. The, the wasn't it uh, the Noma Gang? Oh, that, I've that never was had a, Nome again. Uh, no, you, I think that was a strong a strong blonde ale.
1: The only other one um, that reminds me of this is Tro the Troganator, which but is very I don't good. think it's an Abbey ale, is it? I don't remember. No, it might be a double, but beer. it was very good regardless.
0: I could ima- imagine if they make a double or a, or a quad. I mean, look, uh, this is amazing. If, beer. if we're gonna if we're gonna talk about this brewery, North Coast Brewing, Old they Rash- make two uh,
1: of my favorite beers. Old Resputin.
0: Rash- I mean. I never took you for an imperial stout person. Oh my god, I loved it. You were you fell in love with that beer, yeah, immediately. You fell in love with this beer as soon as we. I'm gonna poured bu- it.
1: I'm gonna go buy everything they make. Why not? Like seriously, I'm gonna because I I have so much faith in this brewery right now. North North, uh, North Coast. It's North Coast, right? Yeah. North Coast, yeah. It's just I I think they can make anything and I like it. So I
0: mean, think about this. I mean, we've we've found ourselves. The one thing that I really like about this. Um, Show, is that we've really found some breweries that have just been fantastic. Alessian was you one know, of them.
1: Like my my beer horizon has been pushed so
0: far. It's awesome. And we're just we're not even we're, we're in nowhere episode, near. This is like
1: episode like seventy something. We're I've nowhere had, near. We've had over 80 different beers.
0: We're nowhere near. And we're not done. We're nowhere near. We have so much Because Beverage more. Island has over 600. They have two. <laughs> we're okay. We're
1: going forever. We're, we're going only, forever. We're never going to stop. All so, right, so, so I give it a 10. You give it a nine. Nine clearly, and a half. I give it a nine and a half. Nine and a half clearly so what a sud, is clearly a suds. 9.75. Rob, Rob, tell the people. This is North Coast Breweries. Brother Thelonious Belgian style Abbey Ale. I love it too much. Dom loves it a lot. I would absolutely put it on my tap. I would, it would be the only beer on our tap if it was up to me. Oh, well. I like it. Dom loves it. You'll love it. Buy it. Buy it now. Go to Beverage Go Island. Go to Beverage buy Island, it, they
0: have it. They have it there. Oh, my God. It's yeah. so good.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Should I say anything else? Yeah. Okay.
0: This beer's really good. I love it. So- Almost spilled, too. Almost spilled it all. God.
1: Did you watch a Steven Spielberg documentary on HBO?
0: No. You told... I want to see... I didn't know. You gotta watch it. Well, hold on. This is a gripe that I have with HBO Go. What? Their presentation... Okay. HBO... It's impossible to navigate? Yeah. (laughs) Is that what
1: you're talking about? Yeah. Like, who wants to go with the title? uh, Like... Fucking pictures everywhere.
0: They never... They also never put their documentaries on their featured list.
1: Because no one cares about
0: them. I love documentaries.
1: You gotta watch the Spielberg documentary.
0: Well, tell me about it. Tell me a little bit about it.
1: It goes through the entire career and life of Steven Spielberg, who, if you, he's such a common name, you don't realize how revolutionary he was to film.
0: Okay, well, what made him revolutionary? Jaws. Okay, that was true. Jaws, which I didn't know, was
1: the first film actually filmed in the ocean.
0: Get the fuck out of here.
1: Yeah, they never used to do that. They used to do it in like a, like, a, in a, like pool, a stage in a pool on a stage. He said like this is the first time they ever did that, and they had the shark. And you learn like the whole thing with, 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 with this film is like you learn like a lot of this stuff. Aside from his, he had a genius vision, of course. Like even as a child, like he was doing all he was making war movies and shit. Like when he's ten years old and he's, he's like splicing in like actual war clips.
0: Get out of here! Yeah. are you serious? You watch like they that's sh- like they, a genius. They Dad. show
1: clips of like what he did. As like a, a twelve-year-old kid, and it's I could never do it now. Really? Yeah, it's like amazing how he did it. Like he figured out special effects, like
0: yeah,
1: like to like show a guy got shot. Like the, the, he would have like these kids running, and they step on a piece of wood that like shoots dirt up. Like it get like the fuck it's like see, it like seesaws dirt, so it looks like he got shot. Really? It's incredible. And um, so but, wait a
0: minute. So I mean, there's yeah, there's always been this um argument of who is the better director, George Lucas or Steven Spielberg? Spielberg by far. There's no question. But by far. Right? No question. People, people... Well, because who- Lucas only did Star Wars, right? Well, no, he did all this stuff. Well, what? Like what?
1: Didn't he do Indiana Jones? I
0: thought that was Spielberg. <laughs> oh, I honestly God. think that was... I mean, I'll...
1: I think George Lucas may have written some... It doesn't matter. Regardless, Spielberg gets a lot of shit. Why? Because... He's the most most commercially successful director in history.
0: Well, that, is that really he's his made, fault, He's though? like
1: the, He's a billionaire for making movies, which well, is almost unheard of.
0: Lucas is worth five billion, $5 billion. Is he really? Yeah. Let me look up Steven Spielberg real quick.
1: It's probably from Lucas Films, like why he's, he's worth so much. But
0: Well, does Spielberg has his own studio? He right? made
1: DreamWorks. No, yeah, DreamWorks.
0: Oh, Spielberg's only worth $3.6 yeah, billion. Spielberg's
1: a better director, it doesn't matter. But, um, like, okay, you know, come. he talks about Jaws and stuff. And, like, when they built the shark, yep. they planned on showing the shark the whole... And if you've never seen Jaws, I know it's a, it's a...
0: Dude, the thing about Jaws... Jaws is an
1: incredible film.
0: The thing about Jaws that I really, really enjoyed, it wasn't even... Okay, so when I never saw Jaws... Like, I never saw it until, like, in my 20s.
1: I have yet to see it in its entirety. Really? To to this day, Are yeah. you kidding me? Yeah, I've seen, like, bits and pieces. Dude,
0: the, the most iconic guy in Jaws is that guy with the glasses, right? I thought it was the captain. It's the captain, but yeah, I'm just I saying... Was... No, I know it's the captain, but oh, okay. I'm just saying I never saw the captain yeah. until I watched the movie. Because they were looking for the shark. Because every time you see him saying, we need a bigger boat, blah, 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 and you see that guy's face, and he was really the main character. Yeah. But the captain kind of was a supporting actor, but... The fucking Captain, man. He's great. And that guy has been in a couple of movies that were really big um, in black and white film.
1: Okay, from the olden days. From the
0: olden days. And, like, he was a big character actor. He was in, I think that guy was in, like, a hundred movies. Like, he was, like, a serious Hollywood actor that, like, you you know, when he made that cameo appearance, it was a, he was kind of, like, the big deal of it.
1: It was, like, like scoring, like, Jack Nicholson? Yeah,
0: yeah, it was, like, scoring, like, <laughs> like this, now. Is, this like, is, like, a legacy Hollywood yeah. guy okay. that you're going to get for your movie, and then, of course, Spielberg blows everyone's mind. I mean, you know, the, the modern-day comparison I think you can make is, like, I hate to say it, but just critically, and, like, how everything was, was, like, Avatar, for some reason. For some Sigourney reason, Weaver. Avatar was tauted, uh or or
1: It was spoken, visually striking.
0: It was spoken of as, like, one of the most incredible movies visually that we've ever seen. I can't I can't think of a movie in our generation that blew the lid off of movies like Jaws blew the lid off of movies. It really you did. you understand? So like the only real comparison is what? Avatar, because Avatar yeah, you know. was was just so happened to be one of the most visually I mean the the story sucked, but it was a very visually striking It was but it's uh, dumb. Movie.
1: Like oh there's no, a tree. I,
0: I didn't know I didn't think the movie was good. He's a
1: dragon Puppy that
0: flies. Around, I didn't think like, the movie was good, but you're right. George Lucas uh, did do and he had a job. He did.
1: I, I thought so. But um, like you know, like with Jaws, like they, when they built a shark, the shark kept sinking. Oh jeez. So like that's why you never see the shark in the movie. But they they were talking. They talk about that in the documentary. Like
0: you don't see it until like like the, you don't
1: see it. But like it it was better that you didn't see it.
0: Of course. You know what I mean? That was almost like a Hitchcock. Yeah, like type he wanted thing.
1: to show it the whole time, but he didn't. He couldn't do it. And he's talking about like you know how he made um, he did TV for a while and like all these TV people were like they hated him because he's like this 25 year old kid yeah. and he's like making these incredible shots and stuff Jeez. and like these all these old actors like refuse to work with him because really, like, like they don't want to be directed by some kid
0: unbelievable you know unbelievable
1: and then they talk like it, I wanted to see like
0: should, Spielberg, uh, Spielberg did do Raiders of the Lost Ark though
1: oh he did one of them he did one okay. of them
0: yeah Schindler's List.
1: Like Schindler's List is one of the one of my favorite movies and one of the best movies ever made. It, uh, Artistically, like story wise, it's emotionally like it's the it's one of the only movies that really gets me like.
0: Oh, it makes me cry every time.
1: Emotion, like every yeah, literally every, every time, like you get time. choked
0: up. I, I mean, At the grave side. Oh God, Jesus! but I mean, that movie just when you what, okay, what Spielberg did in that film which I think was just so fucking incredible, was he was able to romanticize the power that people had in Nazi Germany. Like, the Nazis.
1: You know, like, you say romanticize.
0: Well, when I... Okay.
1: I would say he humanized them. Well, well okay. Because, like, all these movies, When I
0: say romanticize, okay, what I mean is, is, like, you saw the amount of power, status... That's true. And, I mean... These the guys, influence these, The had. influence. These people that were in Nazi Germany at that time, and they were in that echelon of the Reich, to use the right yeah. terminology. Sure. You're looking at. The, I mean these these guys were just. They were rock stars.
1: They really were. They, they were, were fucking the, rock the, stars. Like countries the, the country's taking over they're the world.
0: Countries country's taking over the world. They're winning the war. They're, they're doing whatever everybody. they want. And it's just like. And they're they are the horrible. master but race. <laughs> like I mean, <laughs> I you know it's terrible. But at you, the same don't time, get me wrong, like, of course, but but. I mean, you could, you could see how human, just human nature in itself, those people were so drunk with power, and Spielberg put that humanity into it, and, like, you saw yourself looking at it and saying, wow, these guys are having a great time, and then you feel terrible saying to yourself, wow, these guys are having a great time, they're having a great time, and look what they're doing to people, people and it's just, like, not saying that, you know, you want to be... One of those people, but you could just see how these people get caught up in it, and then you you don't find yourself yeah. sympathizing with them, but you find yourself saying like, "This actually happened." Well, I find like this I, usually this, when this I watch actually
1: happened. Usually when I, yeah, that's the thing. Like that's what's crazy. It's a combination of like disbelief, like how like how 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 could, how could someone like
0: look at a human being and just kill? Like the scene with the woman that was the engineer saying that the foundation was no. That bad. always got me. She explains it. And then he's like... Well, is she telling the he, truth? Yeah, he goes and, like...
1: We will not uh, and then he's negotiate
0: like, with you And people. he goes, shoot her in the head. Shoot her. And then, like... he no, here. Like, shoot her. Yeah, and then he's, like, trying to get the gun And she's just standing there. And then he kills her. And then, like, what should we do? He goes, uh, well, will report the foundation.
1: Yeah, do what she says.
0: Like, like that is so... Terrible, yeah. un.
1: And... Just, That's what he did. Like, he really no holds barred
0: on... That was so good about it. He needed to... You know, when... When the Allies liberated all those death camps, and yeah. um, the leadership at the point at that point in time said to take video footage of that was all Eisenhower. of it. Eisenhower, Eisenhower said directly, people said that need to know what happened. Yeah, because he thought people wouldn't believe it. People wouldn't believe it, and people would deny it. And people to this day do. Yeah. That's why Eisenhower. Thank you for telling me because no, I knew it was someone. Yeah. High up there.
1: no, it was him. It, it was said directly,
0: you need people need to see this. Yeah. And if you look at the actual footage that Eisenhower conscripted these people to get, it's some of the most horrifying. Stuff. It's not oh, yeah. the stuff you see on the History Channel. It is bad. It is really, really bad.
1: Well, they like, like fucking bulldozing the they bodies in the grave. It was,
0: it was terrible. It was deplorable. It's the most disgusting thing you'll see. And I think what Spielberg— captured that. Yeah. I think what Spielberg did was he took—every time it's on, you got to watch it. Every time you can watch it, you, an release, incredible you movie. watch it. And it just... But
1: cinematically,
0: like aside, oh, for, aside about... from the themes oh, oh, and everything rolling, Everything about it was just perfect.
1: The black and white work's great.
0: The, the little red the coat. Acting the acting works. Oh,
1: everything works so well. And I always... My favorite line in that movie is like, Why is top-down? I'm fucking freezing. <laughs> <laughs> Which is the best
0: line in the whole movie, I think. It's, and he's got the tissue. Yeah, he's like,
1: he's like, no, I don't want you to catch my cold.
0: It's so stupid. It's... it's... <laughs> Like people to, said, to, the human emotion. I think, cause, uh. um,
1: you know, they had the actual people, the the oh, people yeah. who were at the the Plaszow. I think it was the concentration camp. Mm-hmm. They said when they watched it, like Ray Fiennes was so that guy. Yeah, right. He was terrifying. Like he was him. He became him.
0: I just can't fathom how this happened. You know what I mean when you when you see
1: it's really bad, like you like just killing. Schindler's
0: everything. List is such a good movie because it reminds you of, like you said, the humanity of what happened. Yeah, because
1: all these other movies, like they demonize. I don't want. They demonize the Nazis. I'm not saying the Nazis were good. I'm no, just of saying, like, not. they yeah. deliberately, like, they cartoonishly make them evil. Yeah. yeah. Whereas you know they were they were still people. And he made it. He combined the evilness with like you know they're still people. That's true. You know what I mean. That's like, true. And that's what he Spielberg himself says that in the documentary. Like I'm not here to like put, to uh, project something onto them. Like this of is course. this is what this is what they were. This is they were normal people who did terrible, terrible, terrible. You things. know,
0: speaking of the that's Nazi what he said. Party, <laughs> I watched um. one <laughs> hell of a
1: segue there. Right. <laughs> like, Jesus.
0: You no, know, this is pretty good for the topic because I was watching um, Operation the Valkyrie movie. I love that movie. That movie, oh my God. I love, you
1: know, you know, say what you want about Tom Cruise,
0: all right? He did good in that movie. He's one. a good actor. Yeah.
1: I, mean, I love that movie. <laughs> I had a burp mid-thought as so I had that to get movie, that out.
0: That movie was really good, and what that movie did, I mean, I'm not going to compare it to Schindler's List, but what that movie did... That was
1: Spielberg as well, I think. Th-
0: if it was Spielberg, then what he did was he redeemed himself... From saying that if he was making people in Germany at that time seem so evil, or cartoonishly evil... I'm
1: I'm almost 90% sure that was... There was
0: a serious... There was a absolute... If you guys haven't seen that movie, it was the depiction of the... the, plot to kill Hitler. The plot to kill Hitler by people of the... In the upper echelons of the Nazi party, and in the military... uh, at that point in time. And there was an overwhelm. Because actually, I read. And this is actually one of the achievements of my life. Is I read The Rise and Fall of Nazi Germany by Shira.
1: You read that whole book? I read
0: that whole fucking book. Wow. And you would be able to get through it. You would, would be able to get through I, it. It
1: would be rough. Though. I'm I saying, have No, to it's not rough.
0: It's really not rough because what it is is like if you're It's like a thousand pages. It, it is. It's one of the. It's my crowning achievement in terms of my intelligence because I actually got to read the entire thing. And one of the most incredible. Um, the most incredible things about the Shira uh, book is that he paints such a picture of the political scene it in Germany. It wasn't Steven Spielberg, by the way. It wasn't. No. He paints a picture of the political scene in Germany right before like the Nazis took over. There were, I think, f- I, I'm pretty sure there was about four different sects of po- poli- po- uh, politics Going for and there was a big communist which, thing. Uh, there was communism. There was like uh, there was a Catholic movement. <laughs> there was, seriously, and the only reason that Hitler was able to um, be able to take power in such a way, and, where he was actually elected, was that he he used the violence and he beat the communists down. Oh, he was down. very
1: yeah. He like built an army. He built much. an
0: army of brown. They were the called brown the brown, brown shirts. Yeah, the brown shirts, and they beat down. Um, the unions, they beat down the, the communists, the Bolsheviks, uh, the Marxists, all the... Because you have to understand, that that point in time, and, and Shira actually really paints this picture so well, the the state of Germany uh, after World War One and the years leading up to when Hitler was elected to be the chancellor, I mean, prior to the pushed, the beer hall pushed, right... Yeah. It was just unbelievably like. I mean, the politics. Well,
1: because they got fucked over so bad in World War One. No, had, I know. They that's had true. nothing.
0: Uh, another fun fact about World War One: like, that war ended like like that, and Germany was in good position. Well, no, the
1: problem that's you know, <laughs> I talked to a guy who he, he married a German lady.
0: Yeah.
1: And his his you know we
0: get one of those loggers.
1: His father-in-law. <laughs> I'm throwing it to you. Thank you. His father-in-law was a German, and he said like. The war ended, they were in French territory.
0: Yeah. And they were like, What the fuck? we were winning here. They why were in... did we,
1: why did we surrender?
0: Well, World War One is a very complicated war because a lot of trench warfare and a lot of people. Yeah, just but they were around. winning.
1: Germany was winning the war. Yeah, I don't know. That's like good. they surrendered and that's why they were so mad. But um on uh, all well, that World War Two talk, I have to pee really bad. Oh. So I think we should head on to the bathroom break.
0: Should we should we put a disclaimer in that um uh pee in the same sink? In the Together? Basement. No, not at the same time. You don't want to cross the streams. <laughs> no, no, we don't. D- d- disclaimer. We pee in the sink that's in the basement. It's a slop sink. Rob takes the left because he's left handed. I take the right because I'm right handed. It works. And, we have a system. And, and it works. But I will say, Rob's pee smells very weird. Your pee doesn't smell good. Your pee, You don't ever pee t- smell like. Welcome back, everybody, from the bathroom break. I uh, peed after Rob, and his pee smells oh, really weird. Don't tell people that. It does. It smells very weird. Your this smells p- not good. You're Okay. We want to thank you all for listening to 3 Beers In. just to pee. let you know that you can email us, 3 at gmail.com. That's two ends at the end. If you don't know that by now, you don't listen to our show. <laughs>
1: and, and you know what?
0: And if you're new to our show, no matter when you hear this, email us or tweet oh, at us. We are always ready to answer any uh. questions comments, anything like that. But we want to also let you know that this episode is brought to you in part by Beverage Island. Yes, Beverage it is. Island it really is. is the premier place on Staten Island. I mean, take every beer distributor on this island. You put them together, they still don't make Beverage Island, okay? No. Beverage Island is located at 1784 Richmond Terrace, Staten Island, New York, 10310. Rob, how do you get there? Where do you go? You go to the end of Clove Road, make a right, bam. You're right there. Telephone number is 929-369-00. Oh, one zero zero, excuse me. It's a lot of words and numbers. There's there's numbers and stuff like that. And you can also email them at uh, beverageislandretail at gmail.com. They got kegs, dude. You could do some orders for your kegs. Listen, whatever
1: you want to do. Whatever you want. They'll do.
0: They'll do it. And you could also do singles of everything. You go into that store, there's six packs all over the place. You don't know what you want to buy? Mix and match. Grab my friend. one, grab one. If you don't have to tear open a box, you could grab whatever beer you want and mix and match what you want. They also have 10 taps for your growlers. They sell growlers there that are 64 ounce growlers and they also have 16 ounce mason jars. Well, they're running low on those. Here's the best part. So bring your own. Nicole told us today that you can bring your own growler and your own 16 ounce mason jar and they will fill them up for you there. Of course, you have to purchase it. Let's let you know again, their hours Monday through Wednesday are 11 to 7. Thursday to Saturday is 9 to 8. And Sundays, 11 to 5. So no matter what. And... Um, Every day of the week, you can go and get some delicious craft beer.
1: Weekends, they do tasting sometimes.
0: They did some tasting. We missed it this weekend. They emailed
1: us, yeah. They I mean, that, I'm going to blame Nicole 50% on that one. Half she Nicole told us the full, day of. told us
0: the day of, like, 20 minutes like before. 20 minutes before the tasting. So we would have showed up. It's half your fault, Nicole. <laughs> Special shout-out to Manny and Danielle. Yep. And i got to get the name of the other guy that was there. And also, Dominic was there, too. Dominic
1: was there. The other guy who was... Funny,
0: he was a cool to dude. To say the least, he was like, "You want to go in the fridge?
1: Uh, do not go in the fridge. You're and not then allowed." He was like they're
0: not allowed in the fridge. He forbid us. He from the said fridge. we're not we're not ready for what's it's in the fridge. Really, it might
1: be something awesome,
0: but that doesn't mean that the customers that are going to go in there that are listening to the show check it out, going friendly people. But honest to God, that's one of the best places I've ever been in my entire life. I mean, I never felt more at home than there at beverage island i've been to other places on this island and it's been rough i mean there's some places that are nice some places that are really i've never rough.
1: had an experience of buying alcohol like that i've store. had
0: such a fantastic time and all their beers are on untapped and beer menus uh online so you can look them up online right now they got a lot of fall autumn beers your pumpkins and your october fests oh, but yeah. i mean you walk in there i'm honest to god guys you go in there if you've never been in there before i said to manny tonight who's the owner the shangri-la of beers. And <laughs> and he, he loved lo- it. He, loved he, it. he, he fucking it loved good. it. So once again, special shout out to Manny, Nicole, Danielle, and Dominic. Spelled with the C K at the end the right way, like me. How else would you spell with the C? Some people do with just the C. It's weird. No, it's kind of Polish, I think. But anyway, yeah. Don't forget, guys. Seriously, check it out. Get all the beer, soda you want there. They got kegs and and also Water. honestly, seriously, the growler situation you can we bring your to, own. We have to start doing I have growlers. a growler upstairs and I never use it. I've got like it. five growlers. I also have mason jars. We should go fill them up. They have to be 16 ounces in order for the prices. I well, let mean, me tell you, you go in there and even like I saw it today actually when we went in there and we were we were hanging out with Manny, who's the owner. Um someone came in and asked one of the workers, I I don't I don't remember his name. You know, he asked him for a recommendation. The guy walked him over to the beers and was like pointing out the style if of beer like that that guy like said. Because yeah. Manny even said it. Manny goes to it. The guy came in and says, I like Heineken. He goes, that's great. But let me fu- – I'll show you some beers that are like that that are better. Yeah. And he did it for him, And, I, and the guy got it and, like, you know, he was he was happy. I mean, it's, this is the thing about craft beer. It's like when you go in there, it's overwhelming. But when you have people there that are going to make the transition smooth for you – like we would, we try to do that on the show all the time. We say this is a we, good craft beer. This is for the beer. regular
1: man, you know. Like, yeah. This is for someone who's just listening – You know, the beer is just tertiary to what we're actually doing here. Of course.
0: Because like Manny said...
1: If we could have a a Budweiser drinker decide, like, I'm going to go buy this, you know, I feel accomplished.
0: Of course. You know? And it's like Manny said, it's about the experience. It's about the experience. If you're having delicious beer with your friends, you're having a great time, hanging out, talking... That's it. The reason I like... I mean, I'm not... What more do you need? I'm not a functioning alcoholic, but I like drinking with my friends. I'm borderline functioning. You, you, for a long time, you were actually on the on a serious verge. We yeah, never, I slowed down. We never thought you had a problem, but
1: no, but uh, you know, I, I've always had that romantic,
0: like drunk like thing. Like I always bang? wanted.
1: No, I've never been on a, like a real like like five day bender.
0: Oh. You know? Oh, like, I can't do that. Like, you
1: disappear for like a no, week. Oh, why would and you? you? <laughs> <laughs> like, I always kind of thought it would be kind of cool
0: to get, just grow to, a beard from drinking. Yeah, just
1: not, yeah, like that, and like, you just wake up like a week later. Like, what,
0: what happened? What? how does that happen? I don't know. That
1: happens to people? Yeah.
0: When you wake like I don't think I could do that. But I, I mean, that makes me feel better about my drinking. You don't think that
1: would be kind of cool? I like, think, I think, just that to we, get it out of
0: your system. I do think that we drink above average.
1: Oh, I I'm absolutely drink more than the.
0: Average human. Being. Average human being. I mean, we have a weekly beer show where we drink.
1: We drink more on Thursdays gallon, than most people do a week. A <laughs> so, gallon to two gallons. Yeah. Actually, I
0: did the numbers. I if,
1: technically we binge drink every Thursday.
0: I actually. What really? Technically, yeah. What what constitute? I as think it's
1: like six or more drinks a night, or something that, like that. That's what that's what does it medically. Yeah, that's what binge drinks. I
0: had the hard numbers here, and I can't. I can't find it. Now. But like, I
1: always wanted to like. Oh. Just, dedicate a week to just like wake up and just be fucking
0: wrecked we've had all time up until last week approximately 5,328 ounces of beer
1: you calculated it
0: yeah that's 40 per gallons person of, or total total oh my god it's 40 gallons of beer on the show so far and now we're adding wait you, that doesn't you, sound you, like much pass 40 gallons but it's 10 people fast i mean that's uh, 10 uh, that's
1: 10 gallons a person pass me the
0: 10 gallons of beer is a lot of beer
1: over a year though
0: you're right actually i think we did a lot more than that
1: I'm, i don't know i drank a gallon in one night like
0: <laughs> we have done that
1: yeah we have like the election day episode we we drank
0: oh i didn't include I, I drank like 15
1: that. i don't ooh, think- i drank like 20 beers that night it was a nine it was a 12 I, hour may, I
0: may not have included stream i may not have included everything
1: we drank between you and i
0: yeah
1: not only did we drink 36 yinglings yeah, we drank like five different six packs of craft beer,
0: and we also drink not just on the show.
1: Yeah, we drink off the show weekends.
0: We drink a lot
1: during the week. I, I'm an alcoholic. I think.
0: No, 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 no. <laughs> no, I, <laughs> no to, be, to be an alcoholic, don't you have to like have to have it to function, right?
1: Well, I, yeah, I consider an alcoholic is like if I wake up shaking in the morning, I'm an alcoholic, which I don't.
0: No, no, waking up shaking in the morning and having to have booze to stop the shaking. Yeah, shake, yeah, that's alcoholism. Right? Yeah. Because, like, I I like to drink. Is that bad? It's not bad to like to drink, I could
1: go with not drinking.
0: Oh, I could do it. You know, actually... And I don't drink every day. No, I don't drink every day either.
1: I mean, recently, I've been drinking...
0: Every day Not every
1: day But regularly
0: Okay Enjoying drinking Is that a sign of alcoholism Or is that just a sign of like Enjoying something I like
1: drinking What's the problem
0: Is that a sign of Okay That sounds like denial (laughs) If you enjoy drinking Is that bad Uh no Right no right
1: No everyone likes drinking
0: Like I could If I could sit down here And have Orange juice And have a good time right I love orange juice I love drinking, Rs. Three arts, I love drinking. Three OJs in. I love drinking. Look, you only... <laughs> you only live once. It's the truth of Go the for it. You might as well uh, have a wonderful
1: time. It, the, the only thing about this is like... like I don't want to... I'm not trying to brag. Yeah. But you and I tend to be able to drink a lot. Yeah. And I kind of forget that with... Yeah. When I drink with other people.
0: Oh, that's true.
1: Like, I... Like... Like, I went to Albany over the weekend. Yeah. Uh, not over the weekend. Over, over, uh, I went Too to train. Two, uh, last week, I went. and I was doing training. I remember on the show, I was yeah. talking
0: about you banging the, uh, the old lady. Yeah,
1: no, I didn't bang her, because she's married. Uh, but we okay. did go out to the Cheesecake Factory, and she had a drink, and yeah. she was wasted from one drink. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm, like, sitting here, like, I'm just fucking down in these drinks, and it's well,
0: nothing. Well, you know what's happened to me? And I don't know. This is actually, I think, very dangerous is I don't know when I'm drunk anymore. Do you know what I'm saying? The
1: line between buzzed and blackout is gone.
0: Yeah, you're right. For That's me. what it is. Like, I could... I'm at the level... That's the issue. The most dangerous drunk that we ever came in contact with was my cousin Tom. Because... Because he comes across
1: we, as smart.
0: <laughs> we, we, we've we been in his presence when he's been actually, like, blacked out drunk. And he speaks as if nothing happened.
1: He gets smarter.
0: That's what's bizarre. He
1: becomes an articulate mean person.
0: Yeah. <laughs> there's there's a slight grit I'd say there's a slight grit to him. Where were we that we were wasted with him?
1: We put a chair together and then we went to the Commodore.
0: You're right. <laughs> You're fucking right. <laughs> Oh, my God. And then
1: we wrote a review on, on Staples, like, the, the yeah. survey. <laughs> and he's like a Rob Dom with, like, the greatest salespeople ever in the
0: history of He wrote, like, a dissertation <laughs> about us. Like, to say that it was written by a drunk human being would be just, it would no, be just one
1: would yeah, it. no one would but, really but believe that, it. Yeah,
0: no one would believe it. But that's what's happening to me. And I think, I think I've spoken about it before on the show, is that I will get to a point where I just, I don't feel like I'm getting drunk anymore. I just feel like I'm getting more buzzed yeah and then like all of a sudden I'm like oh I'm too drunk I, I don't remember anything you know I don't I, I, the, is that with the because the amount of time I've been drinking in my life I wonder what my liver's going through I
1: think it recovers really nicely so like, considering yeah. that we only do it once in a while I think it's fine it's more of a daily thing that hits you
0: you don't think cirrhosis will ever have it? no jaundice you already look a little yellow the yaundice Yaoundus.
1: no I don't think so
0: alright I think we're just, but, you know, I th- I don't think we drink as much as a lot of a middle America does. No, the
1: thing is, like, you know, I talk to people, and like, some people have never blacked out in their entire lives, oh. and I've blacked out like,
0: I think three times, over a dozen times. I think I did three times because I think for me, I'm a bigger person.
1: One time, i blacked out and unblacked out in the same night. That's got to be a ride. Yeah, it was something weird. <laughs> 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 but where were you? It was you it was my my goodbye party from Staples when I got oh, my wow. real job for the first time, and yeah. I, it was bad. And we all left at the same time, and we were walking everybody home. There was, like, a group of, like, a dozen people.
0: Oh, yeah, you think you told me this?
1: I, I, I told you the story. and Like, you know, you know, we're walking people home, and, you know, this guy goes... You know, this this girl goes to bed, this person goes to bed. And then, like, it's just down to, like, two of us. And, like, I finally get to his house, because I don't live in Westerly. Yeah. They all lived in Westerly. Yeah, yeah. And I'm trying to get to my house.
0: Which well, is a bit far from here. It's
1: further than Westerly, yeah. So, like, I got to cross Forest Avenue and stuff like that. And, um... I say, all oh, right, goodnight. Last thing I remember, I'd right, see ya. <laughs> I wake up on fucking Broadway Avenue, <laughs> and when I say wake up, it wasn't passed out. It was the memory started recording again <laughs> on the McDonald's on Broadway. Oh, you know where I'm talking. Yeah, I know exactly where. <laughs> and this is. I just remember my my brain going, "What the fuck? Where am I? Why?" <laughs> How did you get home? Apparently, what happened was I made a right hand turn on College <laughs> Avenue or something, and, and then I, a left, and then a left, and I and ended then another up, right when you yeah, hit Forest. Yeah, so I ended up pretty much in the direct opposite direction. Of that black. is the direct
0: opposite of where you're,
1: where you're going. And so I just became angry because it's fucking like three o'clock in the morning, oh. and I'm no longer drunk. I'm coming down from the drunk.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, you came out of blackout. I came out of black So, you're so I'm, I'm on the dissension. You're yet. wasted, and you're sobering up.
1: And I'm walking, I'm like, should I call a cab? But I don't know where to get a cab. At this hour, I don't have any numbers. So I just start walking, and I fucking walk all the way. And I'm trying to get, like, I'm trying to find a shortcut. Because I'm in the dumb, the stupid decision mode.
0: <laughs>
1: of, like, you know, I could just walk around here. Yeah. But god damn it, I'm going straight.
0: <laughs>
1: like, that was, the, that was what was going Didn't on. Didn't
0: you also steal a bunch of political signs? That
1: or? was a previous Drunken Night. Oh, okay. Um, from many years ago. But what this happened was, I was trying to get to the Pathmark okay. parking lot. yeah. Because once I get there, it's ingrained in my brain, I know exactly how to get home, I can do it with my eyes closed. Yeah. Because that's my core neighborhood, you know? Yeah. And the only problem is, there's no way to get there from, <laughs> from, Yeah, I guess, east of Forest Avenue. That's true. So I walked in, like, like four different cul-de-sacs. <laughs> and I'm like, well, how do I get over this fence? And, like, I'm trying to, like open backyard things and I can't get through the backyards because they're all locked up and stuff. <laughs> and finally I turn around and I, I find one backyard. Alright, yeah. there's bushes. I start climbing the fence to get into the parking lot like, because I can see the lights. It says, Thank you. It's his path mark. I'm like, there it is. <laughs> I start climbing the fence there's a fucking raccoon. and then, <laughs> I'm like, oh shit, there's a raccoon. <laughs> He's probably like, what the fuck are you doing doing?" Do? So I do it and I climb in and I cut my hands. I woke – I came into work the next morning because it wasn't like – it wasn't my last day. Yeah. But it was like the goodbye day.
0: Uh-huh. I'm like, I don't know. I, I blacked out last night. <laughs> you know, I've witnessed I missed those days. I've witnessed you black out twice. Yeah. And the thing is, it's They're like fun. For, for me, being a fat guy, it takes a lot more to black me out than, than the average – than the average person, it, be, I for, could
1: hold my own though.
0: No, no, you could. No, of course you can. But I think for you to black out, I need like one more, and then I'll black out. <laughs>
1: so I'm like almost on. You're the, almost there. The level. but like
0: I need, I need one more to black out. And um, I remember when you blacked out at Eric's. Uh, I blacked out at Eric's engagement party. Oh and God! So did, and so did you. Everyone did. The reason I blacked out was because when we took over the bar, I remember that. Um, Dom made five shots of something, and you took them all, and I took them all uh, consecutively, and that fucked me up. But I remember, I remember blacking out, and then everyone told me that I kept picking them up and, and squeezing you do them, dude, and bear hugs, yeah, and telling them that I loved them, <laughs> which was a fantastic thing. And I remember when I came to, when I came out of my blackout, we were in the parking lot, and you were peeing. <laughs> you were peeing in the parking lot but I think you were still blacked out but instead of peeing in a corner I was in the middle you were in the middle of the lot the facing the, lot. the door <laughs> facing the entrance so as Eric and Tara's family was processioning out your dick was, was in your hand it was out and you were your one hand was up like this well and yeah. you were like <laughs> and I remember saying put your fucking dick away and um, I don't. Good, I don't remember getting home. That, that was a night. good night. I don't. I don't remember. I don't <laughs> remember getting home that night. I mean, I think you had a good night. If you don't remember how you got how you got home, I think we'd done so responsibly, though, right? Like, try to at least, right? I've never driven drunk. Well, that's a plus. Yeah, I never. I never. because yeah. I was always. Um, my parents always told me, "Don't drive drunk." You know, if you're if you really are drunk. And you have your car, just call us and we'll and get you, you. Your mother has lived up to car. that obligation because she's, yeah.
1: she's rescued us yeah. multiple times.
0: Because if we didn't have someone that would do that or money for a cab...
1: you put in a difficult situation,
0: right? You'd probably drive. And I, I, I mean, that's I think what happens to people. They don't have someone who will bail well, them Well, I think
1: that the whole thing is like, you know, the drunk you goes...
0: How am, can I do get, how am I getting my car home? Yeah, you know that's really what it is. But you know, I think uh, I think if I if I called you when I was wasted, you would give me a ride. I would. Yeah,
1: I totally. Uh, for any of my friends, I, I would do something yeah. like that. You would
0: so. you would bury a dead body. For yeah,
1: family. I mean if I would help you get rid of a corpse,
0: I would Eric, pick you up. Eric said I need two grand, and you were like, okay, <laughs> <laughs> I got you. God, well, that's Eric,
1: but whatever.
0: I want to thank everyone for listening. I want you all We're to drink responsibly. Okay. I want you all to drink responsibly, and I want you to go to Beverage Island and see what they got well, there. We'll definitely go there. And I want you to also email us at 3vision.gmail.com, uh, Three and I hope you have a great weekend because, you know, we already started our weekend pretty early over here. Thanks for listening, everybody. We will catch you next week. We're going to
1: have Tommy Donaghan
0: on. Tommy Donaghan's coming back from Greece. Yeah. Woo! Have a great weekend. Good you
1: night. Know.